I forgot my notebook at work today. Ooh. But I remember who played and who picked what. I just don't how, know what our scores were. But I ended your winning streak, bud. I know. You're now 3-1. and one. How does it feel? 3-1. 3-1. I knew I should have picked New Orleans, too. I knew mean, it. yeah. That's the one that really did it. Yeah, I mean, Quinn's and Exeter was a damn good game. Pretty close. That's, that's probably one of the best games I've ever seen. And and Free Jacks was actually winning for a while. They were winning for a lot of it. And honestly, they had more opportunities to win, but they let Nola get yeah. two tries that, you know, realistically they probably shouldn't have scored, but their defense wasn't good enough. So, oh, well. Uh, we only had eight games, and uh, we looked Pretty damn good this week. Uh, I only missed one, it was, which 7 out of 8 got me 88%. You missed two, which got you 6 out of 8, 75%. So, I mean, consider those only 8 games. It's not fucking bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the first one we had was Prim uh, final. That was uh, Exeter versus Quinns. Quinns took that one 40 to 38. I had Quinns, you had Exeter. So that was the first disagreement to me. Yeah, yeah. That was a badass game, dude. That, that was really a crazy was. game. And then at the end, when Chiefs got that last try. Oh, dude, I was sweating. Like, I was on like, the, on the kickoff, it. I was like, oh my God, it's not over yet. Yeah, I was like, you really got to be kidding me. Like, y'all had a two score game, like lead on these fucking With dudes. a minute left. And you're going to let them just run that thing up. Uh, yeah, I was nervous. I was like, fuck, oh, yeah. man. Chiefs are going to do it. Chiefs are going to pull off the, like, not the greatest upset, but, like, just the most insane ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Yeah, that game was 100% exactly what it should have been. Dude, yeah. That game was, was insane. Dope. Nine I years, do... dude. They've been there in nine years. Yeah. I'm, so I'm really happy for guys like Danny Kerr and Joe Marler. Like it's it's cool to see them winning. Oh yeah. I was it bummed is. out for the Chiefs guys, but I mean, man, what a game! And then uh, Joe Marler's interview. Yeah, I like when the the chick that was interviewing him was like, "Oh, Joe, please don't do this to me again." Yeah, don't do it again. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I think that they uh, the Chiefs might have messed up by putting Jack Nolan starting at fullback because he had a really good game last week, and they let him start instead of uh, Stuart Hogg Hog. because he basically the coach was like, oh, um, Stuart Hogg didn't look that great against Sale the week before, but they should have put, I think for the Quinn style. Versus Sale, when you have to play extra physical, you want a guy like Jack Knoll, who is a little bit stronger, a little more physical against Sale. But against Quinns, where they play a little bit quicker, you want someone like Stuart Hogg back there, put Knoll on the wing. And Hogg didn't come in until like 55 minutes, something like that. Yeah. I think that would have, and when he came on, they started coming back. So I think that would have made a difference. But could be biased. Quinn's baby. Barely, but hey, I'll take it. 
<laughs> uh, you know, that was a badass game, dude. I was helping uh, one of our rugby dudes. Um, I don't know if you remember Garrett, if you ever met Garrett. He, uh, oh, I was telling you about his apartment. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they told him Monday he had to get out and whatnot. Yeah. So on the break, we watched the ending of the, of the game and I was fucking pumped, dude. That game was so badass. Oh, yeah. Next game we had was uh, the first game out of nine, I think, for the British and Irish Lions that are playing against Japan. And uh, pretty much they went hard in the paint for one half. Got, well, they got one try in the second half. But pretty much they got 28 points. And after uh, after that, they didn't do anything, really. Yeah, but, I mean, Japan is a good team. And they were trying yep. to check out different styles of play, see what's going to work for them. Yeah. So, good warm-up game against a good team. Now they came up pretty uh, hard. In the very beginning, what they get like three tries in 22 minutes? Yep. And then uh, basically, right at that point, they lost their captain to injury, and he oh, won't that be was making like seven the... minutes. Well, yeah, but they lost him, and then they lost uh, Justin Tipperick. So neither one of them uh, will be making the trip to South Africa. Right. So they're they're both out of the tour. But Alan Wynn Jones was the captain, right? He w- he was the captain, and then Justin Tipperick was the one that took. Hamish Watson spot um, for this week yeah. anyway, and now he's out. So two Welsh guys left the team, and two Welsh guys came back up. So Josh yeah. Navidi will be taking the flanker spot for Justin Tipperick, and then Adam Beard is coming up for Alan Wynn Jones, which I fucking hate that call up. <laughs> I don't think he should get it, but it's just me. I think it should have gone to jo- I think it should have gone to Johnny Gray, especially after the game he just put in at Quinn's. Should have been him, but whatever. But so. Josh Navidi definitely. You can make an argument for like you know Sam Underhill or Jamie Ritchie to get called up, but you can't really argue with Josh Navidi. Any one of those three would have been great. Uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people felt the same about Bundy Aki. People still feel that way about him. <laughs> he didn't look too bad. He had some. No, nice he looked. He looked good. I didn't. I thought the announcers for the Lions game were overly critical of most of the players that were out there. Yeah, it seemed like all they could do, like instead of talking about the good things they're doing, they were talking shit about everybody. <laughs> like especially uh, Duhan. They were tearing him up. But on like the opposite side, um, Josh Adams was doing the exact same thing. And they're like singing his praises. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was weird. I think a lot of people didn't like um, Duhan getting called up to the Lions. They're like, oh, he's South African. He doesn't yeah. you know, deserve to be here. He's not really Scottish and shit like that. So, Which, how did that come into play? Like, how, how is a South African born playing for Scotland? Um, he just got residency. That's it? You have to, you, yeah, you just have to be there for a certain amount of time, put your time in with the club in that country. So nope. speaking of that, um, Lewis Lina, the kid that scored two tries for Quinns mm-hmm. in the title game, um, England still has not contacted him about 
joining the squad. <laughs> They're barely calling up Marcus Smith. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what so, Eddie's deal is, but he needs to quit fucking around. Um, because Lewis Lina is also eligible for Australia, where his dad played, and Italy. So we know he's not going to go to Italy, but he definitely could be going to Australia. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they barely they barely called it Marcus Smith. So, like, what are you expecting? <laughs> well, some smart picks. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I don't know if we said it, but the Lions took that one 28-10. We both had the Lions to win that one. Again, don't have the scores because uh, I forgot my notebook. And that was it for uh, overseas. We had, what, England and Scotland, but that one was canceled due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now all we have left is... Uh, well, we have the... Okay. I know I know Samoa played the Maori All Blacks. Oh, that's right. That was another one. I don't, I don't know who won out. I didn't get to watch it. So the next game we have is British and Irish Lions are playing the Emirates Lions. That is, let's see here. That's Saturday, 11 a.m. our time, uh, which, by the way, you can watch that on Peacock TV. If you're in the U.S., if you're overseas, I'm sure you already know. Because I don't. I think it's free for everyone. It's on like Sky. Oh, yeah, Sky Sports. Yeah. Maybe it's not Uh, free then. I don't know. Uh, I got the British and Irish Lions, 32-18. Yeah, I'll say 35 to 12. 35-12-2. And their second match. All right. Uh, so back to the Maori All Blacks and Samoa. Uh, the All Blacks won that game, thirty-five to ten. So, Ouch. yeah. Oof. All the games that we had. Uh, let me see. Not a whole lot of games. Like I said, we only had eight games. So the next games we had was in the MLR. Uh, first one was Rooney versus Toronto. Rooney took that one 31 to 24. We both had Rooney to win it. We did. I think we had Rooney winning by more, though. Fuck, I can't remember. I know I picked Rooney to win by more than a try, though. Um... Next one was Nola versus Free Jacks. This was a disagreement. Uh, uh, Nola took that one 17 to 9. You had Free Jacks, and I had Nola. Yeah, another one. Like we said kind of earlier, uh, Free Jacks were winning that one for a while, but they gave up some really, really big plays, and that did them in. They were given opportunities there with like 20 minutes left. Like over and over and over again, New Orleans tried to give that game away, and New England just couldn't capitalize on it. Here so, we go. Thanks a lot, Free Jacks. 
So let's go back to the beginning. Uh, on Exeter versus Quinns, you had Exeter 48 to 43. That's badass. I didn't think it'd sink. Uh, I had Quinns 36 to 30. Uh, on the British and Irish Lions, you had them 32 to 21. I had them 47 to 26. <laughs> uh, Rooney versus Toronto, you had 22-18, actually. So what? You had uh, Rooney winning 22-18. to 18. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had them 26-20. to 20. Nola versus Free Jacks, you had Free Jacks winning 27-25. Uh, I had Nola thirty to twenty-four. Next game we have is Utah versus Houston. Uh, you had Utah forty-six to twenty. I had Utah thirty-six to eighteen, and Utah won twenty-four to five. And another game where up until just before halftime, it was tied five to five. Houston was looking pretty good in the first half. And then they fell apart. Did you see the the clip of uh, the player cussing at the ref? Yes. And then uh, the captain was like, he was like, oh, basically the ref was like, hey, your guys are, you know, they're being disrespectful. And the captain was like, all right, send him off then. Yeah, yeah, he said, you know, get him out of here. If uh, if your player talks to me like that again, you know, I'm going to send him off. And uh, he was like, yeah, just send him off now. What's your opinion on that? I agree fully. I also agree fully. Um, I saw a lot of people on Instagram and Facebook who were not in agreement. They were calling the captain a rat and a snitch. You know, they were saying... A lot of stuff doesn't really line up with the values of rugby. Also, Houston is not contending this year. Like, they're well out of the playoffs. It's not going to happen. But what if that happened to be a playoff game? And this guy is over here mouthing off to the ref, and it's a game that matters. It's a close game. He mouths it off. He gets yellow carded. Now he puts him down in a bad situation in a game that actually matters. You yeah. might as well step up, set the example of, hey, it's not okay to act like this. Get your shit in order. Can't talk to the sir like this. Otherwise, there are going to be consequences. So it just kind of it sets the example for how they need to behave because if they were competing and he did do that in a big-time game, he could cost his team the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I saw, like, people saying, like, you know, that captain, you know, needs to learn how to step up or what do they say? Needs to learn how to... To have his team's back, basically. Yeah, have their team's back and all this shit. You know, that type of captain gets you killed in war, blah, blah. It's like, you know. Those are people who've never actually played rugby. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would say, anyway. Like, that was like, whenever I first started playing rugby, that was one of the first things that I was told going into as a game is, don't talk back to the sir. Whatever he says, respect it. If you do have any problems, tell your captain about it. You know, the only like, time you talk to the sir is if they talk to you directly, like yeah. ask you something or tell you something. And even then you just say, 
Yes, sir. Usually. Yeah. Shake his hand before the match, shake his hand after the match, and thank him. Mm-hmm. Respect That's all, all you need to do. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And anybody that's uh, saying otherwise, yeah, I would probably say you're probably more of a football fan. Yep. <laughs> Whichever football you want to pick, because they're probably the Whichever, same. Whichever one, about the same, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, no, yeah, I completely agree. One hundo. Hell, yeah. Glad we're on so. the same page there. Hate to have to hang up on you. <laughs> no. No, we is. Uh, next game we had was Old Glory versus Atlanta. Uh, I had Atlanta 30 to 22. You had Atlanta 28 to 25, and Atlanta won 32 to 12. Yeah. Oof. Not a, not great for Old Glory. Yeah, and I really thought Old Glory was gonna Ooh. show up a little bit more. They look kind of decent this year, but Atlanta doesn't look decent. They look. Pretty badass. They look really good. And they are the Giltini Slayers, so there's that too. This uh, MLR ending is really uh, coming up, man. The top three are pretty much tied. Close to tying. I mean, they're right there. Uh, Austin's hanging in just a little bit. The problem is we're we're probably going to finish with the same record as um, Utah. But... Utah have won more games with bonus points than we have. And what they hold a tiebreaker over us. Yeah, just because they've got more, you know, four try bonuses, stuff like that. So, wouldn't um, it? What are we going to do the same way that Prim does? We're going to have the semifinal one and three play, and then two and four? No, they do it by conference. Uh, so it'll be the top two in the West versus top two in the East. Which so, I think we're still top two, right? We might be third. Because it'd be Giltinis in Utah leading the West, and we'd be in third. Oh, yeah, we are third. So what people were saying, though, is Utah has a tougher schedule. Since both Utah and us are on the road for their final games, mm-hmm. people were saying that Utah has a tougher schedule. But I think we're five points down right now. Uh, behind Utah? Yeah. We are, yeah, five points. So we would need Utah to lose, and we'd have to win with a bonus point to tie them at this point. And if the season ended there, they would still win because they beat us and hold the tiebreaker. But we have a better point differential. Like, so it doesn't go off that? I'm not sure how they do it. They're trying to go with, like, NFL types, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, so. We have a so, plus nine. They have a plus forty-seven. Yeah, and then you got Giltini with a plus two hundred and thirty-two. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think the the best chance of anyone beating the Giltinis, you know, in the final, realistically, is probably Atlanta. So, not that we know that's what's going to happen yet, but yeah, we have the third highest point differential. Second is Atlanta. They have a plus 92. Oh, so we're real close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Utah has a plus 47. They're falling fourth. That's a big difference. Yeah, below 
them is wow that's really the next closest nola with a plus 17. yeah nola have had a couple really like low scoring close games and they've gotten blown out a couple times yeah you got them with a plus 17 rooney with a plus 13 uh toronto with a plus four free jacks with a plus one and then after that, we get off into the negatives. San Diego, negative 38. Old Glory with a negative 88. Seattle with a negative 148. And then Houston with a negative 222. Ugh. Yeah. But they do have uh, the league's leading scorer and all-time leading scorer, Rook Windsor. Wish he could make them win. Yeah. That meat is really strong, dude. <laughs> you still still drinking on it? I tried the other batch I made. Ooh. The it's the same stuff that I gave you last time. Just just stronger. But a lot stronger. <laughs> and you actually taste it in there or? Yeah, you can taste it in this one. You couldn't really taste it in the one I gave you, right? Oh no, the one you gave me was just like smooth as butter, dude. Yeah. So this one gonna get me fucked up <laughs> nice weren't you just drinking a shiner i was that's oof. good luck what i'd die nah, i'm gonna go chug a bunch of water after this and go to bed then wake up at two in the morning to go go pee uh, next game we had was san diego versus uh, austin this was a disagreement you had austin 21 15 i had san diego 33 to 21 Ooh, i was kind of close and uh austin won 33 to was that 19 or 14 14 14 and the only reason that uh, san diego even scored was because of interceptions their offense didn't score shit so our defense yeah. looked really, really good. The offense, you know, not as much, but it's all well, right. Number getting... one defense in the league, baby. It Supposed. showed. It showed this time. But, yeah, it was. Uh, I really thought San Diego was going to do a lot more, especially being home. Yeah, they don't have Chris Robshaw, though, right now. He's hurt. He's big. The, the explosive factor for the team. That's not about the explosive factor. I think it's just the leadership part. I mean, he's still on the team. Yeah, but he's not on the field. So, like, when you're on the field and things start to go wrong, right. if you have someone like that, they can kind of, you know, rally everybody and calm people down, you know, get everybody focused again. Yeah, I guess. And the last game we had was Giltinis versus Seattle. Uh, we both had Giltinis to win that one. You had 37-22. I had 42-25, to and Giltinis took it 29-14. to Yeah, the only surprise is that the Giltinis didn't score more. Yes, which is, I mean, the beginning of the year they were doing like, it was a common number, just 46 to five. That's what they're going to win by. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like the closer we get towards the end of the year, that margin is getting a lot smaller. Well, they're looking human now. They've lost a couple yeah. games. They're not scoring a hundred points every game anymore. Yeah. They're giving up points now. So it's, oh, yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe it's because all the players they have are really good, but they're kind of old. So maybe it's just like fatigue setting in. You know, they're not able to play a full season at full strength. Maybe. I mean, fuck it. Could be it. I mean, they're still winning, though. So I don't Uh, know. So on the standings, the top three we have is Giltini is number one. They are 11 and 2 with 55 points. Atlanta. 10 and 4 with 51. Utah 9 and 5 with also 51 points. Middle of the pack, we have Austin, Rooney, Nola, Free Jacks, San Diego, and Old Glory. Your bottom three are Toronto, 4 and 10 with 25 points. Seattle is 11. Uh, they have 2 and 11 with 17 points. Last place, you have Houston Sabercats, 2 and 12 with 13 points. They haven't got a point in like four fucking weeks. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Yikes. Yes. Yeah, so how many weeks do we have? What's the? I think it's sixteen week. Sixteen weeks. Yeah. So we're coming up on it because this was. Uh, I think this is week fifteen. Yeah. What's uh? What's the Gilgronies record again? Gilgronies. Yeah. Uh, they are nine and five. Nine and five. All right. So. I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the season what I predicted them to go. I think it was like 11 and 5. Was it 11 and 5? So they, they got to win their next two games. I'm going to have to go back and listen to episode one. Is that whenever you had I'm, said 11 and 5? I have no idea. I sent it to you in a message, but I'm not going to scroll back that far to try to find it. I bet you I can just type it in the search. We'll do it later, though. Uh, let's see how many games we got left. Oh yeah, I mean, August first is going to be the uh, the final, so it's coming up real quick. Playoffs are going to be July twenty fourth, so yeah, we don't have much longer. And we got one, two. Three. Well, that's kind of a weird schedule. I would say three more rounds left. Yeah, so that's what it is. There's still going to be some bye weeks, so it'll be kind of like the NFL, probably 17 weeks, 16 games. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay, so first game that's going to be Saturday, July 3rd at 2 p.m. That's going to be Seattle playing at San Diego. Uh, San Diego. 23 to 19. I got San Diego 36 to 20. Um, next game we have Saturday, July 3rd. That's going to be 3 p.m. Rooney playing at New England. Uh... Well, they let me down last time I picked them, so I'm going to go with Rooney. Uh, Rooney, 26 to 18. I got Rooney, 28 to 10. I don't know, man. I think the Free Jacks is better than that, but... I'll see. Uh, So that's it for Saturday games. Sunday at 5 p.m., uh, we have Old Glory and Toronto. Toronto's home. 
sort of. Sort of, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll give it to Toronto. They looked Ooh. a little better. They looked better this last week than Old Glory did. All right. What's the score going to be? 25 20. 25 to 20. I have 24. Huh? I was going to say, I'm not confident about that score. That's a toss up game for me. So I got Old Glory 24 to 22. So disagreement. Another close game, though. Uh, last game we have, we only have four games this, this week for MLR. That is going to be Sunday at 9 PM. Uh, yeah, well, it's also in California. So it's like, what is it? Seven over there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be Nola playing at Los Angeles. Uh, LA 34. To 20. 220 to the Gil Teenies. Hales, yeah. So there's our MLR matchups. And today I found the Summer Autumn Internationals. That's what I was just going to look up. I got them right here. So we have quite a bit of games, actually. Yeah. Uh, starting us off is going to be South Africa versus Georgia. South Africa is home. That is going to be, let's see, 1 p.m. our time, central time. Uh, that's an easy South Africa win. Oh, yeah. So Georgia are getting better. I, I will say they're definitely getting better. Um, I think they should be in a playoff against Italy to see who gets to stay in the stay or join the Six Nations. But uh, I'll give that South Africa uh, 55 to 10. 55 to 10. Uh, I'm, again, I'm a lot nicer than you are. I did 24 to 9 to South Africa. Uh, that game is Friday, um, July 2nd, in case yes. I forgot to say that. Uh, next game we got, this is going to be all on Saturday. We have Tonga at New Zealand. That's going to be 6, no, that's going to be 1.05 Central Time. Uh, I'll give that to New Zealand, uh, 42 to 18. messed up because there's probably some players on New Zealand that should be playing for Tonga. And there's uh, people playing for Tonga that used to play for New Zealand. Hmm. I think hopefully Pewtel's going to be there. Is he actually playing already? That's where he was going to go. That's where he was going to go, but has he already made the the trip there? I don't know. Let's see if they I doubt they have. I'm not seeing any lineups yet. Huh, that's weird. Oh. 
but I think Chris Vui's there. Siali Puatau's there. So, you know, all you got to do is throw a couple bears in the mix, and generally it could go pretty good. Right. <laughs> so, if they couldn't beat Quinns, not sure they're going to beat uh, the All Blacks. Just saying, not trying to be rude. <laughs> uh, next game we have it's Japan playing in Dublin against Ireland. That is six a.m. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Mine says seven. Eight. Eight. Nope. Seven. You're right. Seven. Sorry, where I'm looking at right now, it's all in like London time. So I'm uh, trying to look it up on ESPN. It's got our time. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Is it all these games on ESPN? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. This is just the schedule. Oh, okay. I highly doubt they're going to actually be on ESPN, but I will look at that in just a second. Uh, so yeah, Ireland should win that game obviously they're not the lions but they should still beat japan i'll say 28 to 25 i got uh ireland 25 to 18 yeah next game we have uh also saturday that is uh canada playing at wales (laughs) What? Nothing. I just feel bad for Canada. Oh. Uh, and what? That one's going to be at like, what, 9 o'clock? Yeah, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Saturday. Yeah, so Wales should absolutely smash Canada. Even, I think they have like five players um, who were uncapped. Yeah. Uh, I know you said your guy Sheedy is getting the start. Um, they they should win this game by 50 points. I'll say uh, 62 to 10. Gosh. There's a pretty big gap between a, a top five team in the world and Canada. Well, uh, We're top feel, 20 probably, but I mean, oof. I feel kind of stupid for my score now. Uh, I have Wales 22 to 12. Man, if they only win 22 to 12... Uh, they all need to get fired. <laughs> Seriously, if, if Sheedy can't put up more than 22 points on Canada, they got to go. Hey, Canada Sheedy can't do it. Well, he's the boy leading that squad at 10. That is true. He's pulling the strings. He better be able to put up more than 22 points. Our... Last game on Saturday, Internationals is going to be Argentina playing in Romania. Uh, That is what? I don't have that one on here. That's 3 o'clock p.m. 3 p.m. All right. Argentina should absolutely wreck them. Um, Say 48 to 3. Oh. I don't even know if Romania is going to score. Yeah, uh, I have Argentina 30 to 14. 
we also have uh, the Maori All Blacks playing Samoa again. And they'll probably keep up the unbeaten streak, say um, 30 to 17. Let me write that one down. Who's home? I'm not sure. Let me check real quick. Yes, the uh, Maori All Blacks versus... Maori All Blacks are home. Did you said what score? Uh, 30 to 17. All right, I'll say 42 to 18. And the last game we have is USA playing at England. Yeah, so it'd be really cool if uh, (laughs) we could could pull off that upset but it's not gonna happen i think we'll do better than people expect but uh, damn dude like we were playing against guys like marcus smith who were tearing up the prem he's definitely gonna tear it up against some mlr guys oh yeah um so i'm gonna say 52 to 17 52 to 17 and uh gil uh captain Bryce Campbell is also the captain of Team USA. Hell yeah. Awesome, baby. Uh, and we, I have 33 to 16 to England. That game is at 8 p.m. or 8, 8 a.m. on Sunday, July 4th, baby. Yep. I'm going to try and see where I can find these games. That's going to be a good one. Well,. If you're an England fan, it'll be a good one. It'll be fun to watch. I'm going to watch it if I can. Oh, I mean, yeah, but like England versus USA on July 4th. Be better if we could win. It would definitely be better if we can win, but, you know, we got to give them a W somewhere on that day. (laughs) Okay, let's see. So that's all the games, huh? I think so. All right. So yeah, there's it's not going to be broadcast on ESPN. <laughs> so which well, that being said, we have one disagreement. That was uh, which game? That was Old Glory in Toronto. And in Toronto. And I'm honestly not uh, convinced about the Toronto pick. But I'm going to stick with it because we got to have a disagreement in there. So we have 12 total games. Uh, okay, Peacock is starting to freak me out again. <laughs> They're not showing it. They, uh, When I emailed them, they said that it would be on there, but I'm not seeing it. We have seven international games. Uh, four MLR. We can email in tomorrow. Uh, one the Lions tour. That's seven, eight, nine. Ten. That's it. Seven international games. 
Let's see. Win it again, baby. Boom. Well, felt bad for you. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Samoa and the Maori All Blacks will be on the Rugby Network. So. Oh, dope. Yep. The last game was on there too, but you, this one will be on again. So at least you can watch one international game. All right. Hit a little bit of news in there. Yes, yes, we do. So yeah, as we talked about earlier, Alan Wynn Jones, the captain for the Lions, who everyone knew was going to be captain of the Lions, is injured like eight minutes into the game. Something like that. Dislocates his shoulder. Done for the whole tour. Then Justin Tipperick comes in. Also injures the shoulder, I believe. And he is also done for the tour. Um, and a warm-up game, too, no less. That's just shitty luck. And they were expected to be uh, test players. So that's a big blow. Uh, the new captain is going to be Irish scrum half Connor Murray. I think that's a weird pick for captain, but <laughs> gonna gonna roll with it. All right with that. Uh, and uh, my guy, uh, Dan Bigger, was a uh, man of the match. You were talking about kick percentage. Uh, I believe he was a hundred percent on the game. I mean, you know, it could happen to anybody, and uh, you know, I'm just glad he finally gets a hundred percent in something. Ah, uh, while he's you know. On the Lions' big big stage, so because that'd have been pretty bad. So, I mean, gotcha. good for him. Did uh, did you see the the kick from Tyg Burn, the oh. flanker? Man, he booted like a sixty yard kick, and it landed like right in front of the Japan line. Yeah, it was ridiculous. No, it was like was, uh, the kick that Johnny Hill had. Yeah. It was pretty much just like that, but it didn't go out. Yeah, Johnny Hill, he had like that fucking torpedo kick, though. That thing yeah. spun. Let's see if I can send it to you. That thing got some traction once it hit the ground and took off. Yeah. This one was... Oh, man. Let's see if I can find it. All right. So have you heard about the um, promotion relegation that the RFU finally landed on? So I, I saw like all the, the head. Um, actually, everything I read or saw wasn't even an article. It was uh, just like a picture, and it just showed, you know, no relegations on this year or promotion this year. This year, uh, on this year, the lowest of the prem is going to play the top of the championship. Yeah. And what was the third one? It's uh, uh so it's twenty. 20- the 2023-2024 season, the team that loses the Prem will go into a one-game playoff against the highest championship team. Is that going to, like... And that will be... Yeah, so basically, if the... Because what they're tired of doing is relegating a team, and then immediately they get promoted again. Because it's like seven out of the last eight years, I think. Whenever they've been relegated, they've been immediately promoted again. So, like, why bother wasting their money to have them go down just to have them flip-flop again every year? Well, let's do a one-game playoff, save everyone the trouble. Um, they are going to be promoting two teams this year from the championship, though. So, Ealing? 
that's the general consensus is Ealing, but nothing is concrete yet. They haven't decided yet. So, so but realistically, probably Ealing. I did. Yeah, I was. I was pretty sure it was going to be Ealing, but I've heard a little bit of chatter about a. Could be Doncaster. Is the other one I've heard thrown around. I've heard about the Pirates a lot. And a lot of people talking shit about why they shouldn't come up. And I was like, are they coming up? Like, They have a chance, but the problem is, like Roger was saying, they don't have the stadium. They don't have the same financial backing that some of the other yeah. teams do. Yeah. So, you know, you'd be asking a team, I don't want to say Saracens because they didn't do it, but asking Quinns to go all the way there to go play in a stadium that holds 3,000 people. That's not that's not going to work. They need to have an actual stadium. And yeah. supposedly the city council um, there is kind of dragging their feet, not wanting to give funding. So they're they're working on getting their stadium built, which, you know, hopefully if they can, what it sounds like they need to do, they need to get the stadium built. Then they can start really pushing to recruit, you know, star players. That way in 2023-24, they can push for that playoff spot. Oh, yeah. So I think they have a chance, but it's, you know, a couple years out maybe. As much as I would love Pirates to be in the Prem, I don't see it happening. Not yet. Also, we didn't do a keyword last week, so this keyword for this week is going to be Peacock. All right. So I guess we're only doing three, and uh, we'll give everybody, what, two weeks to send those in. So all you got to do, send in the three keywords, and you might win. Maybe. Maybe. If you're lucky, get something cool that we don't even know what it is. Yeah, we have no clue what it is. So uh, I thought I had news, and uh, I'm terrible at saving that shit. Every week, the same thing. doesn't change. I like walk into each episode thinking like, damn, I have a lot of news this time, and I go to my, my saves, and they're not there. You're like, you're like, I got nothing. Unless I am saving them, and they're just not in the spot. I think I'm saving them, so I'm looking in the wrong spot. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. I think you're just terrible at saving anything. Yeah, probably like, huh, that's interesting. I should save that, and I just yeah, keep scrolling. goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't have Jack Sheet, except for Sheedy starting for Wales. Uh, that's it. Although, I'm glad you brought up the uh, the Prem stuff because I saw that and I meant to ask you about it, didn't save it, so obviously I forgot about it. And then uh, the Houston thing too, saw it, was going to ask you about it, completely forgot about it until you said so because I didn't save it. So maybe I just look at a bunch of shit and I'm like, oh man, that's interesting, I should save that to ask him. I don't <laughs> say. Let's see, I'm trying to look at... Uh... Who all is going to be playing for the Eagles against uh, England? All right, so some of the names that we'll know. Um, Paul Mullen, 
on the Warriors. Uh, Capella Epifaletti is a Saracens player. He'll be playing for us. Nate Brakeley from Rooney. Nick Savetta from Rooney. Those are two locks. Um, Joe Tafate, um, he's our hooker. He set a record for most tries by a front row forward like last year or something like that in international rugby. Uh, Greg Peterson on Newcastle Falcons. He's playing for us. Cam Dolan, Hanko Hammersize. Uh, AJ McGinty? I haven't gotten to the backs yet. But oh. you you know Greg Peterson. You'll know when you see him. On fact, he's the big uh, big guy with the big beard on uh, the Falcons. Let's see. Uh, Ruben DeHaas from Austin. Which I don't, he hasn't played that great. Um, Will Hooley from Saracens. Uh, Marcel Brocky from Western Force. Bryce Campbell from us. Oh, I don't see him on there. Mikey Teo is playing. The chubby chaser, I think is what they called him. Last time they played. Yeah, I do not see McGinty. It's kind of surprising. Oh, no, we suck again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe he's busy. I don't know why or how, but uh, he's already living there. Yeah, right. (laughs) He couldn't just be like, I'll just meet you guys there. (laughs) He'd be better than anybody else we have at 10. So anyways, I guess that's all I got. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Cool. Well, as usual, we're out of content and out of time. Uh, we are going to start sending a, a update of all the games straight to you on your email. You just have to go to our website, subscribe, uh, and you'll get a weekly newsletter with all the, the scores for the previous week. Uh, any questions, comments, predictions, or anything you want us to talk about, Hell, if you even want to be on the show, uh, make sure you send that in to questions at scrumduppodcast.com. You can also do that through our website at questions or no, scrumduppodcast.com. Uh, you can also do that on our Facebook, whether it's uh, on our page or in Messenger. Um, and other than that, we will talk to you guys next week. This is William Hopkins, and you're listening to Scrum Up.